Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language and sexual references which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? If Nilly finally grabs you with both hands and shaking whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body. Oh, a late and they're unresearched about... That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! Geelong? What happened there? What happened there? Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Everybody went for goal. Welcome to episode 49 of Ida Kick That. I'm Joel Pierce. And I'm Alessio Carducci. But I think Joel was planning to say episode 50 this week. Yeah, well, it should be episode 50 because uh, episode 49, uh, for our fucking loyal listeners, would have noticed there was no episode last week because the middle of it got cut out. And unfortunately, the middle was the fucking good part. Yeah, so you could have had like the start and end, which were like really flaccid. But, you know, we're all about being rock solid here at fucking... I'd have kicked that triple M. Hot take, hot take, hot take. <laughs> yeah, now that'd be a that'd be a triple M show. Hot take with Joel <laughs> and Alessio, three to six drive time on triple M. And then right after that, we've got we've got Billy Brownless and James Brayshaw as they too as they host their show, the less entertaining parts of the um of the last decade of the footy show. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> James Brayshaw says every 10 minutes, or oh, Gary had spiced this up. And then Billy says, Gary's already spicing me home up. <laughs> and then they, uh, you know, they just go on. It's funny. I've been walking past Triple M every Monday on the way to basketball. Oh, yeah. I actually walk past the studio. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm thinking, like, oh, it's too easy to get into that. Like, all of these fucking, like, studios, like Fox, Nova, all of them, it's just like, one door and they're on the first floor. It's like, there's how do you think Gary got into Billy's house? It's, it's one Same door. Deal. It's one door, bro. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Speaking of hot takes, oh, I'm pissed off. All I right, cannot so back up anything I'm saying about anything. No, I'm I can. I've hot got take. This hot week. take. Okay, so last week, you know, I think the no, last week, well, pretty much the last episode yeah. was one where we said, you know what, AFLW, you're not that bad. I take it all back. <laughs> Fuck that thing. They're fucking pack of cunts. I fucking hate them. They're dead to me. All right? Anyone's in particular or all of them? Uh, fucking the Brisbane one and the Gold Coast one can go fucking die. <laughs> all right, what, so in free, free old Queensland? What's going? What's yeah, wrong? Yeah, fuck Queensland women's footy. Women's footy isn't meant to be a thing yet in Queensland. All right? That's the fucking beauty of Queensland. Women don't even have the vote in Queensland. When Collingwood yet. and fucking Carlton and all these clubs get woked out and you can't yell at the footy anymore when it's like, if your voice goes above this decibel, you get a fine from the fucking um, AFL. $8 into the woke piggy bank. Yep, yep. And you cop that fucking fine from the AFL. Fucking AFL Queensland is going to still allow you to king hit people in the fucking ground. What did he say? Did he insult yeah, they and f- any football? They free poor Bundaberg rum at the yeah. footy. <laughs> they do. They'll fuck when they when you're not allowed to fucking no. When everybody at a Carlton game has to wear a fucking dress yeah. in Brisbane, they'll fucking change the pool that's at the Gabba into a fucking pool of Bundy. That'll be the fucking way they do it. Fuck yeah! 
Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. These, yeah. these are the exciting things we can look forward to when you become the president of the Brisbane Football Club. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. It's happening. It's not even when I become the head of the Brisbane Lions Football Club. It's not even going to become a binary club. It's going to be men or nothing. That's it. <laughs> I'm going back the old ways. You're going to fuck off, and then we'll respect people if if fucking they want to be a chick. But um, otherwise, I'll say, look, it's Brisbane. I can't have you here anymore. I retract that statement. I've already. I'm in Melbourne still. I, I can't can, say these I things. I can see the t-shirts. Men or nothing, Brisbane Football Club. Yeah, you know what? Nah, fuck it. I'm back to men or nothing because <laughs> I want to watch fucking football. I want. I watched the fucking. I watched like fucking Joe Danaher speak for an hour and a half this week. He did a fucking Rich Robinson podcast. They did a press conference, which was just a drizzle down things of the fucking things he said in the other podcast. <sighs> so then, because I, I want to see this cunt kick like fucking five goals in a game that means nothing, so I can sit there and be like. Holy shit. Right. I can already taste the premiership and it's going to be in Melbourne and I get to watch. I'm going to buy fucking Essendon gear just so I can go and be like, ha, ha, ha. Nah, it's actually my guy. Yeah. They're, they're I more see, a chance than I want him to she. fucking sing that song because he seems like a really Melbourne dude. I want him to he be does. like, eh, fuck it, I want to, you know, Melbourne comes from a, Melbourne has a very multicultural, um, you know, uh, people in the city And it's, it's great yeah. to be there So um, when I, And when he lifts up the flag I wanted to fucking play that song like, Oh wrong song I had that Pre-planned from a few years ago When I thought that I'd win something But then James Hurd came in And said I'm gonna really make you win And then you know He really made us lose You know I love that Love that about I want, I want that fucking see that I just wanna see that guy Fucking kick some stupid goals And be like yeah. It's gonna happen Then if he gets an injury in round one Who cares I'll cry for like three days And then I'll be like It's alright uh, Whatever But you know you know, I wanna, I wanna get that feeling Cause I want to watch some fucking practice matches. Cause it's been, it hasn't been that long. Finally, you got to it. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been that long. It's only been since October, but it has. It, fucking, it feels like forever. Yeah, well, because this is a fucking statement. They didn't have to make this statement. I all can right? smell March. It's football time. Yeah, they didn't have to make this fucking statement, but they made the statement. I didn't know there was a practice match. So yeah, I, I didn't know there was any practice matches until I got this statement that you're yeah you're about to share. Brisbane Lions. This is a statement they made on Facebook. This weekend's practice match against the Gold Coast Suns will unfortunately be held behind closed doors and not be live streamed as per AFL directive. Stay tuned. And it's like, why are they doing that? Why can't they stream it? Why? They could have left it there and just said, the AFL is a cunt, fuck them off. And I'll be like, all right. And then they say this. Unfortunately, the practice match clashes with the broadcast of our AFLW game, so we're unable to stream anything at the same time. Highlights of the game will be shared next week, so stay tuned on our website. Uh, why are you giving me highlights? I don't give a fuck. Play the game. I'm not going to be doing fuck all on Sunday. They yeah. could have saved my Sunday. Like, yeah, fuck all, I'm going to watch a game. Boom, on Facebook. And pretty much every other club has, has streamed their games to watch. Yeah. yeah. But because our one clashes with the women's thing, they're like, oh. the thing is, the club, the club wanted to be misogynistic and I wanted to back them being misogynistic because they said, unfortunately, we're not able to stream it as per AFL directive. The AFL came, Brisbane was like, look, no one gives a fuck about the yeah. chicks. And then they were, they were speaking the truth. They were, like, they were like, look, the men's team's going pretty hot right now. Look, if Essendon wanted to stream the women's game, fuck yeah. Because that's putting their fucking <laughs> me, the men's supporters out of their misery. Sure. Not letting them see. They shouldn't, they should be holding off, letting them know how shit their season's going to be. Yeah. 
Pump me up. I mean, I want to know what's going to happen. I'm by, keen. By rights, the Essendon women's team should look like the 1996 Chinese swim team, but they don't. <laughs> That's right, cocksuckers. I haven't forgot about you. You're going to hate us today, you fucking Bombers supporters. You've been all sad. You didn't hear about it because we didn't get to talk about the fucking the Hitler meme you put up and got us taken off Facebook Live. Yeah. Because that was last week's episode that got That lost. was some anti-woke piggy bank shit. Yeah. Just like that fucking women's game <laughs> that's going to be played instead of a fucking... Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. And I hate all the comments are like, great job by the football club. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm thinking they're deleting the comments. They've got to be... Yeah, deleting, 100% either they're deleting the, the comments or this club is still just the Fitzroy Lions fucking based out in a fucking... Um, jungle out north because if this really was a Brisbane team yes. the comments would be give me a name and place I'm going to fight the cunt who fucking made this post <laughs> give me my fucking freedom back <laughs> like you know how every year they fucking keep saying the AFL is just getting woke and they're getting policed by the left they're yeah. either getting controlled I always thought, ah, get the fuck out of here. You want to complain about how there's a fucking multicultural round? Then fucking cut Anzac Day and that round. But you wouldn't do that, you bogan piece of shit, because you'll be like, no, Anzac Day is here forever. It's like you're making me celebrate some other bullshit that I ain't to football well, that day. The fucking the hipster hipster spokesman we met at the AFLW, oh, he, yeah. wanted, he wanted every fucking round to be around. He reckoned there should be more rounds. And then when we pressed him, he's like, oh, fucking Siggy round. I'm like, all right, well, you haven't really thought this through, have they you? Wanted, that was the retro round. Retro round, everyone Retro comes round, everyone everyone's smoke, allowed to punch be, their missus. Everyone's allowed to be sponsored by a fucking um, tobacco brand again for one week. <laughs> Hit your kids. <laughs> leave them in the car. You can leave them in the MCG car park. No, Fine. no, no, no. You leave them at the Victoria, um, what do you call it? Vic Park car park. Vic Park car park. And then you park. walk to fucking MCG. And you walk down. <laughs> or you, just park, do, do, you go a bit more modern and you park at Crown and you leave them <laughs> in the car park there. <laughs> Oh. I was never with that, but my final statement is mm-hmm. the cancelling of this insignificant practice match. It's, a, it's been a three. It's a three week turnaround for you here. It was fuck for AFLW. Then it was like you know it's pretty good. And now you're right back on fuck AFLW. Fuck why are they hurting me? Yeah, they say they say shit all the time, which is like you don't have to watch it. You can you just you know let them enjoy their thing. And it's fine. You know what? I'm all for that. Let them enjoy playing their game. When you're Let pre- them there. When no, you're no. president, maybe you can move them offshore. I'll cancel the women's team when I'm president. Let them enjoy. <laughs> Let them enjoy their game. Let them do what they're going to do. But don't cock tease me with a fucking... Don't ironically cock tease me with a fucking game on a Sunday that is meant to be like... Um, What's it called? You can see a game on a Sunday when you'd be doing fuck all. Sick. Haha, <laughs> nah, you can't. Why tell me? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I got my point across. You'd, ra- you'd rather... Yeah, it's like... You'd rather no, not Tell know. Tell me the whole club got COVID. Yeah. I don't care. Lie. Lie to me. Yeah, lie to me. <laughs> don't fucking... Some serious, serious real talk came out of Clarko. You know what? Bringing up Clarko, the only man that can save the AFLW from the, I mean, AFL from the grips of the AFLW is the fucking General Jay Patton. He's the only man that can save us from these women. We were slamming him saying he's a misogynistic piece of shit, but honestly, we need this man. We need the General. We need this man back. Um, this is the uh, part of the show. This is a part of the show where we also um, let you guys know that um, wherever you are listening, wherever you are, please... 
as we play this sound, give a salute the General J Patton. Salute the General. Salute him. Stand up for what you believe in. I mean, literally stand up. You're in a fucking tram. Stand up and raise your hand. If you're going to get thrown back and forth because it's stopping, I don't care. Hit your head on the ground and get a concussion the size of that guy's fucking knob and fucking stand up for what you believe in. Someone said, what are you saluting? Say the General J. <laughs> Patton. All right, let's go to fucking Clarko slamming him. Backstabbing his fucking key forward in the back. Let's get to this fucking sham. Because you'll be pretty strong on this, boys. Look after yourself. Um, you know, no, no fights, no injuries. Get things right. Um, do you have those chats with your players? Yeah, on a regular basis, and within our club, and this will now become outside of our club. We talk about the four P's, uh, which is the piss, the punt, the penis, and the powder. Yep. Um, and yep. where there's where there's strife in anyone's life, by and large, one of those four is going to get you. Yep. Yeah, one of those things fucking got me because actually it wasn't penis, was it? Nah, it's, it's got to be pussy. It's pussy. There's no way that he's like the piss, the powder, the punt, and the penis. The penis sounds sound weird. Prick, prick would make more sense, but it's it is definitely pussy. Yeah, it's pussy. Punani, maybe, maybe he's got it's a bit pussy. of Jamaican flavour. And to you know it. what? My life is in strife, and the fucking that fourth p. Instituted by the AFLW, fucking killed my Sunday. <laughs> so pussies fucked your life up. Okay. Nah, it's, but it was, yeah. pi- it was pissed for me. But so I like how he. If I, you didn't I catch like, the four P's, I like the four P's, uh, which is the piss, the punt, the penis, and the powder. Right. I like how he said he had to say. So he said powder because of fucking his mate Scully. Because because of. Uh, reti- reti- retired. I have to be careful when I say it. Yep. Retired Tom Scully. Uh, yeah, with all the ketamine and fucking MDMA. When uh, uh, the old fucking uh, general, our mate, the old uh, general came round and punched the fuck out of him <laughs> and made the fucking cops come and have him arrested for trafficking while his sister watched. <laughs> What a weird thing. Stand up on the tram. I'm fucking asking you to do it again. <laughs> I don't care if you're in Woolworths. If you're waiting for fish and chips, stand up and salute the fucking general. And if you're in his mental asylum, fucking really do it. Let him know you're saluting him. I'm listening to the thing they're talking Go about. Go to his you. room right now. Knock on his door. Little. Are you in there, general? And the general will be like, yeah. No, what? no, no. It'll be like this. Yeah, you can come in hey, there. Hang on, hang on a second. Hang on a second. And then. <laughs> And then and they're like, General, I've I've just been listening to Ida Kick That and he goes, I've heard of that. It's the most popular AFL podcast in Australia. Yep. And then he's like, they've been talking about you. He goes, They've been saying good stuff about me. And they're like, mate, they love you. I've just come in to give you a salute. Because you're the fucking general. All of us here at the mental health facility think that you're the best. We're all upset that they won't let you send us dick pics. The nurses all have them. They've been sending them around. Salute, General. We love you. He's going to be so disappointed when you realise salute doesn't mean jerk him off. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like this podcast. He was like, yeah, fucking, I'm going to get jerked off heaps. That's I'm a salute. salute on the that's fucking a, tram. That's how you get fucking salute the General. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm catching the fucking tram to train it from now on. <laughs> Did he say something about Woolworths? I'll fucking do that too. I haven't done my own shopping for years. Anyway, Clarko talked about it a little bit more. Can you, how can you, you know, we spoke about the four piece before. How can I forewarn these kids that you, there's there's landmines everywhere across this Christmas break, boys? Just be careful the way that you navigate them. 
Uh, if you do stuff up, I'm here to put my arm around you. Sometimes a kick up the ass and a slap across the ear hole. Uh, but sometimes also a nurturing cuddle to say, listen, it's going to be okay. We'll- yeah, because, you know, you look at Clarko and you're like, he's an affectionate kind of bloke who gives <laughs> nice cuddles. He's like a fucking Pixar movie. He's like from uh, Bugs Life. That's where he fit. He fit as like a Bugs Life character. He's trying to fucking yeah, comfort you. He looks like... He- he looks like Mike from Monsters, Inc. if he had two eyes. <laughs> that kind of looks like Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he looks yeah. like Randall over there. That's there. That yeah. Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> anyway. For all our, that's for all our But well. yeah, like, I, look, the thing I liked about that clip is just the yeah. way that he's like old Australian bloke. Sometimes I'm going to kick out the ass or slap me in the ear hole. Ear hole is just such a fucking... Cause it's funny because when you think about it, he must have gone through such a fucking... Like changing the attitudes of the players he coached. Yeah, because he'd gone from like champions. You're a fucking loser. Well, no, in, no, but think about it. In that interview, though, he talks about uh, fucking Hodgie getting the DUI the day before the final. Yeah, against West Coast, and they lost the fucking final and blah blah blah. And they didn't lose the final. They won. Oh, they won. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Um, revisionist history. I fucking hate Hawthorne. Uh, uh, they always uh, lose uh, in my uh, mind. Uh, um, but saying how he had to give Hodgie a hard time, but like. Oh, you know, he's fucking Luke Hodge, so he's playing. Yeah. You know, we, we decided that, you know, the cops, whatever the cops were going to do was fair enough. It didn't matter with his footy. And I was like, yeah, because he's fucking Luke Hodge. If he was fucking shit cunt number seven, yeah, yeah fucking see you later. Yeah. But yeah, the thing, though, is Clarko hadn't said anything about Scully. He hasn't said anything about the general in public. But he comes and does this fucking interview with Dylan Buckley mm-hmm. and throws out the hot soundbite. Talk of about the four P's, uh, which is the piss, the punt, the penis, and the powder. Which is 100% fucking Clarko smoking dagger shit. Mm. He's just like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, we've got players on coke. We've got fucking players that uh, philanderers and fuck around and we fuck each players, other's misses. We've got players betting on who's kicking the first goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's why there's a yeah, goal assist. That's why they fuck up in front of goal so much. They're handballing around <laughs> trying to get their multi off. <laughs> Where the fuck is Tom Mitchell? Come on, come on. Oh, dear. I wonder how many of them backed um, backed themselves with a wooden spoon. Paying good odds. I'm telling you what, good uh, life member of the, uh, of the of the pod yeah, reckons that's a fucking sure thing. Mm-hmm. It's paying, what, 15 bucks mm-hmm. or something? Oof. Something like that. Anyway, uh, moving forward in time a bit to uh, recent... Recent times, and uh, Bomber Thompson went on a current affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we have it in part, uh, and we'll, we'll dissect it as it goes. Uh, have, have you have you watched it? Nah, but I was going to DM Tracy Grimshaw about. Like, Come on, help me out, help me out. I need that interview. What's he What's he doing it for these days? Let's see. Mark Bomber Thompson's been to hell. She's right there. She's there for you, mate. Mark Bomber Thompson has been to hell, and of course back. Oh, they try to, but he's also come back. From What's that? What he do like a three day coaching stint at North Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he had to watch all the uh, this season's AFLW games back to back, and there were probably a live stream on at the same time as those fucking games. <laughs> from footy legend to ice user, his fall from grace. Come on, that's a bit rough. From footy legend to ice user. Ben Cousins, if he's proved anything, you can be both things at once. They're not mutually you exclusive. You can have your cake and smoke it too. That's right. It was public and painful. Tonight, Bomber finally sets the record straight in this exclusive interview with Seb Costello. It's just getting all fucking Nancy about. Yeah. yeah. He's my coach. I was a drug user. Huh? 
at no point did I ever sell drugs. That's a good opening quote. I'll give him that. He had so much. Hang on, they explain it. But what I'm saying is, already, can't you hear the tone of it? Doesn't it sound mm. like the Ben Cousins documentary all over again? Of course it's just right. current affairs. Mark Thompson. Which is, to be fair, this is classier than what Channel 7 did. But he's not getting a movie. He got eight minutes. Raided his Port Melbourne Do you have anything to say about the He's an old man doing ice, all right? Let's put it like this. He's more of a brown cardigan clip than a fucking documentary. All right? The interest is gone. Fair. But the, it's like a, I don't know. He's he's a, a, there is a documentary. He's like two premierships and then the Asada thing. That's a fucking movie. He's a, he's a Kyo special feature event. All right, fair enough. Two-parter. No. From the workshop where he started, his oh, young and old... Fucking... Yeah, woodwork. Why the fuck is it that all of them, when they go like, ah, my life's turned to shit, I want to kill somebody, I'm going to whittle my fucking pain away. Oh, the best part is he's doing it with his sons. That's to add to the heartstrings. Life as an electrician, Mark Bomber Thompson... Wait, he's an electrician now. They were showing him doing woodwork. I didn't even catch the fact... Yeah, okay. Mark fucking Electricity Thompson. It's funny if he's like the apprentice for his son. Mark Sparky Thompson. He was Sparky, all right. He's speaking for the first time on camera about his darkest days, opening up about his arrest and drug conviction. Going through that process was pretty tough. That was rock bottom. And how an act of love by his son helped save him. To me, that was like so powerful. My, my child can do that for me. And I've sort of probably given him a fair bit. Mark didn't ask to be paid for this interview. What a good bloke. What? He didn't, he didn't ask to be paid. The current affair interview is worth like 25 grand. Really? Yeah. Wow. Kim Duffy, all them fucking cunts that do the current affair so interview. So if I just fucking... The r- recent woman that was raped who did the current, the current affair or whatever. Oh, the, the Canberra woman. Fucking cha-ching. That would have been 50 grand, 100 grand. Like, huge. So he oh. turned the money down, which I think is is big. It's it's virtue signaling. He's putting coins in the fucking woke piggy bank for sure. Yep. But. Yep, there we go. But. I respect it. Nah, Nor did he the little bitch putting coins conditions. in his piggy bank. He also sought his no conditions, ask me fucking anything. He's like, I don't want any money. Ask me anything. Yes, I suck dick for crack. So he's oh, nothing so he's, was off limits. So another Geelong legend turning into a fucking crazy Christian. Listen, oh. don't give me that fucking Geelong shit. He's a, he's middle name's Bomber. All right. He's Geelong Bomber. He's Geelong legend. He's a Essendon disgrace. <laughs> can we talk about that? Can we talk about drugs? Yeah, we can talk about drugs. We can talk about anything. Um, you got any? <laughs> you know, drugs are not the big issue. The big issue is... Well, the magazine he was selling on Thursday. <laughs> why leave the drugs? And uh, why people go to alcoholism, gambling, go to drugs, go to, you know, violence, go, you know, go any place bad. Yeah? There's lots of places bad you can go. It's the, the piss, the pussy, <laughs> the punt, and the fucking Powder. pipe. <laughs> and Thompson has a chance to make the 
Mark Bomber-Thompson made his debut as a professional footballer in his teenage years. For the Essendon By Football Club. he'd won two premierships with Essendon, and less than a decade later, he'd captained the team to a third. A successful coaching stint at Geelong followed, hey. where Bomber again lifted the AFL's Premiership Cup two more times. What a that's sick four, cut. That's five cups. Yeah, what a sick cut. That's fucking, yeah. And captain. We captain one. Mm, pretty good. Fuck it. That's someone who didn't win the Rising Star. <laughs> Callback. And it's as a coach that he found his true identity. Yeah. Helping young footballers achieve their potential. What a chance. For me, Geelong is the period of my life where oh, yeah? all my plans and thoughts and like who I was came out in that that, that, that environment at the club, Geelong, yeah. because I had a bigger responsibility. I shaped it. Best yeah. time of his life, mate. Yeah, well, I mean, everything was on rails, Everything mate. about him... <laughs> everything was good. Everything was everything about him came out in that time. So when he was at Geelong and he sees Gary Ablett there, he looks at Gary Ablett for a bit and goes, his dad was a fucking wild... Druggy guy. What do you Maybe think? I am a... What do you think? He's like, oh, well, if that's what it takes to be great, I want to be the greatest coach of Geelong ever. Mm-hmm. So he started selling fucking meth behind the Cryo Mackers. Yeah, help shape it. And we, but he'd done a good job of it too. But it was his last job in the AFL that Where was would that? leave him broken and empty. Returning to Essendon... Oh, that'd break and fucking destroy anyone, wouldn't it? <laughs> Is part of a coaching dream. When's fucking Wusher going to start selling speed? Next year. <laughs> he's got his own documentary. He's waiting for the settlement from the Bruce <laughs> no, Reed estate. Yeah, no, but he's going to fucking... He has his own documentary on Channel 7 next. Selling meth to Ben Cousins. The Wusher story. <laughs> breaking, <laughs> breaking bad, Windy Hill. Green team, along with fellow ex-captain James Hurd... A poorly managed nutrition program. Nutrition. That's what they're going to fucking call it. A poorly managed nutrition. Yeah. Here. Here's a bunch of fucking peptides. Eat them. Oh, but I was hoping to have a salad and a sandwich for lunch, coach. Drugs. Get them in here, you cunts. They're going to fucking win. The club formed the basis of the supplement saga. 34 of his players served doping bans. 30 fucking four. That's more than a list. <laughs> and is the endless list like 22 isn't it that's like that's a fucking one team that's the team you field yeah but i'm just saying like the whole 34 of the cars. No, i will reminisce for one moment remember how good it was when it all happened oh, it's and, the you, best. and you thought like no way yeah. like, they're gonna get all their banned no way they're getting banned Holy fuck, <laughs> Brendan Goddard's like, I just came with this club. Oh, this is sweet. And they're like, wait, does he not get to Hurley. keep... Hurley. Remember like, every little step, every little step was so funny. Like, does he not get to keep his brown low? <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Every, oh, nah, fuck it. That's so good. And these Essendon cunts that are on our fucking page still don't think... I oh, they're understand. like, fuck you. <laughs> you don't bring that up. That was so bad. It was awful. James Hurd is they're there like... They're like a shit boyfriend. It was like, yeah. we always bring it up old shit. <laughs> it was like last week that I punched you in the face. It's <laughs> media. <laughs> the coverage rolled around the key figures. James Hurd is like the golden child's son who stole the dad's car, sold it for meth because fucking <laughs> Bomber moved in. Bomber couldn't forgive himself for what had happened. Oh. When you're... Basically, these kids' father, you know. He nearly said mother. 
when you're basically these kids, mo- oh fuck, I'm a bloke, father. The biggest influence in their life, like when you're in, in a football club, massive responsibilities. So I felt like I was part of a regime that was. Um, See, a regime. You were right with the Hoyt, Lloydy fucking Nazi Nazis thing. did a lot of speed. They did. That <laughs> they was a did, big yeah. Thing. Hitler was on speed the whole time. Yeah. This is the, you know, this is the history portion of the podcast. I mean... We've gone through all types of history. It's kind of like Cam Mooney's thing on that fucking bounce show. It's like the, the, the math thing. The speed, Bruce Reed, they rhyme. <laughs> they fucking... Triangles, bro. For anyone who doesn't know who Bruce Reed is, Bruce Reed is the old man who was the fucking lovable um, physio at fucking Essendon. You see him every game. Yeah, drug cheat. And then when he died, Joel beat the fucking club to a fucking <laughs> press, uh, to a public statement. We're saying like, ha ha, drug cheat died. And we got fucking death threats upon death threats. That's why he keeps bringing it up. He's like, I was in the right. He's a drug cheat. But back to fucking Geelong great about the Geelong great. He was a Geelong man. great. And he's yeah. a but fucking Essendon disgrace. Yeah, uh, right. Supporting our players. After a year is... Uh, they gotta, they got to be touchy with how much fucking tempo and beats they got in this... Uh, Dance music, he might, he might jump up, he yeah. Might crack a two step. Senior coach of Essendon. To be fair, if you watch the clip, the cunt looks half melted in his chair. He doesn't look good. <laughs> then in 2014, oh, Mark walked. Melted in the. Yeah, I think so. Mate. I don't know. He might be on the old meth adone now. Away from the sport that was his life. He was 51. And I thought that I'd, I was equipped. I thought when my time comes, I'll. Fuck, cunt, you were. You were doing a lot of fucking math. You gotta be equipped to fucking handle that <laughs> shit. It's when it comes, and I'll be okay. Hmm? But I clearly wasn't. Yeah. Riddled with guilt over what happened to his players, Mark removed himself from family and friends and stewed on his own. How sick would it be if he was selling out players for little points? Just points a shot. If you're just like, you know what? Monfrey's little. <laughs> get him, get him. <laughs> Over what had taken place at the footy club. I was completely lost. Um, I lost faith in everything, you know. And uh, He has dementia too. <laughs> in the end, I didn't have much hope for the future, you know. Like, I, I was fighting a fight, I couldn't win. It was during this period that Bomber says he started using the... Fighting a fight they couldn't win. Yeah, it sounds like, like the Essendon Bombers in final series. That's their new fucking uh, their new theme song. See, the Bombers never win a battle. We can't. We can't win anything. Da, da, da. The drug ice regularly. It took away the pain. Yeah, it took away my pain. Benny Cousins said the same every thing. day without sort of thinking about it every minute of every day. Yeah. I cleaned the fuck How out of my house too. Ice, were you using it at what? the worst point? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't, to me, it doesn't matter. Like. Yeah. It's irrelevant, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Cool. Solid fucking answer. How much, because he's like, how much ice were you using at the peak? And he's like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What's the point? A fucking lot's little. Doesn't matter. Fucking, I had a fucking problem, cunt. Yeah, so see, this is why. Here's a guess. Too much. This is why fucking Ben Cousins got the hour long. Because there were good clips in that, you know? People still, people, you can grab we, people. We need Basil. Basil will be like, hey, have you heard this, that song? About, you know, I, I used to coach the uh, Geelong Football Club and now I'm fucking, I'm, I'm arrested for selling crap. You heard that one? It's a new Coldplay one. It's a deep cut. <laughs> deep cut. Hopefully like it was on it. And, um, that was a long time ago and I don't want to go back there. You know? um, it would have been though if he just said like, so how many drugs did you I would just launch into and annihilate as many drugs as humanly possible. possible. Don't like talking about it much. 
it's a, it's not part of who I am going forward. Yeah, so I don't want to talk. But I was on it, yes. I was fucking By on late it. 2017, Mark had taken on a housemate, the tattooed Thomas Windsor, who had latest... The tattooed. How is that a fucking des- a descriptor? Mm. And nowadays that describes what, fucking 60% of people? Yeah, everyone at that fucking AFLW game. <laughs> Served time for drug trafficking. On January 8th the next year, police raided their converted warehouse by Port Phillip Bay. Converted fucking warehouse? Come on, mate, you're 51. It's a bit old to be living in a converted warehouse. <laughs> With a fucking drug trafficker with tattoos. Discovering a haul of illicit drugs behind a locked door. It was more than 400 ecstasy tablets in the property, more than 33 grams of ice. What was your... Carl Bomber Williams. So what did he say, 44? Was it 400 pills? Yeah. 400 pills. He was pressing them. Yeah. Response to that. My response to that was that it was true. It happened. My uh, thinking back now, I had no idea of the law. I had no idea that under my roof, they're, 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 um, um, they're in my name. If you go back in time, should I let that guy into my house? No. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? I was f- at first I was like, oh, he didn't understand the law as in like... And why would you? Like, trafficking. Like, the difference between having a lot of something and then, like, this is enough to have me go to, go to jail. You know, I can't say this is... I can't say 400... No, even that's stupid. 400 pills is for personal use. In my roof, it's not illegal. See, bomber fire. <laughs> In did. the privacy of his own home. <laughs> he did a lot of flying up. <laughs> up. Um, yeah, but well, I didn't realise if some other cunt had some shit in my house, it's technically my shit. It happened. The raid was rock bottom. Thompson was charged with drug trafficking, a jailable offence. He was found not guilty of trafficking, but guilty of drug possession. I never thought I'd go to prison at all. I was a drug user. That's why you fucked off to the States straight away. Remember that? You got in a plane and fucked off out of Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm? At no point did I ever sell drugs. But no, I just gave them away. I fucking so much, mate. Couldn't fucking sell them. I had to give them away. But there was another knock at the door that day after police had left. Who you reckon came over? James Heard. It was his Essendon colleagues, James Heard and Adrian Dodoro. They just arrived. Fuck. Same day he gets raided. That Dodoro guy still works at the club. That's whack. Why is they like... This seems like a fucking puddle of shit. Let's go stand in it. Taking you. Let's go. The pair would take Thompson to Melbourne-based psychologist Sandy Ray. Oh, fucking sick. We've got her name. We can find Sandy Ray. Give us some dirt. We'll get her on the... You're like, oi, oi. How many drugs did you do? (laughs) Figure it out. Uh, Client, uh, patient, client confidentiality. We'll be like, yeah, 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 but... This is all how to kick that. It's all how to kick that, mate. Jonathan Patton listens to this. <laughs> Who would diagnose him with post-traumatic stress. Well, I have that. Um, getting caught cheating at sports shouldn't give you post-traumatic stress. But all the shit, like the media and the us laughing and the whole world being like, ah, look at these the past, cats. The past 10 minutes. That's traumatic, yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah. And he could have got on the piss, the punt, or the pussy. But no, he decided to get on the pip. He decided, I'm going to be like another great. Work for Wayne Carey, might work for me. Following the supplement saga. She was fantastic. Within minutes, she, she knew she had me, you know. When, when you start, like men don't cry, do they? Uh, yeah, they do. You've cried twice in this fucking interview, Mark. Um, and, and, but this is important, and this is the important part of the interview, I think, is that if you have a fucking problem, there's help. It's not hopeless. And sometimes it takes a James Heard to pick you up. And sometimes, and it, sometimes it takes 400 ecstasy pills. And 33 shower. grams of ice to get you to the psych ward. And that's what happened to Bomber. Bless him. Not this, enough. This man was crying after about three minutes, you know. Like she got me. She's got a marvellous ability to just open people up. As part of his treatment, Thompson was ordered to re-engage with his friends and family including sons, Daniel, and elder boy, Michael. I remember getting a message from a son saying, doesn't matter, Dad, you know, we're 100 feet behind you, you know? And I was so proud that she... I cut, Mark, it, off. I, I cut it off there because it just got a bit too, like, let's watch him cry porn. Like, oh, oh yeah. my sons... And did he ever, I hate did that Did he shit. ever mention if his sons were like, well, his sons so are... my inheritance, what happened to that? Yeah, no, they didn't mention that. Oh, okay. Well, they're all working together in this electrical they're just shop. All ma- yeah, I think that answers the question. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it doesn't yeah. look like Bomber's the boss. It looks like one of the sons is in charge because he's oh, the one mean- in the high-vis, right? Bomber's just like in his, like, I can't wear a branded footy shirt, but I'm still wearing, like, the same kind of polo and yeah. jeans like I'm yeah. going to coach you footy. Wouldn't want him in, you wouldn't want him as the CFO. He might buy 400 ecstasy bills. He might. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I need to buy a bit of new equipment, boys. I'll be back later. What's that, Dad? Oh, it's a pill press. I got it off Uncle Carl. How the fuck is that leaf blower pure glass? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Mark? Yes. That's a new... I've never heard of the fucking glass leaf blower. That's a great one. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's time for a, a quick commercial uh, break. Introducing the new fragrance from the Collingwood Football Club. Pure white. Do you want to smell clean? Do you want to smell pure? Do you want to smell smoother than Dane Swan's asshole after a Vietnamese girl has waxed it? Then get yourself some pure white. Because that's the only way we know how to do it down in Collingwood. It's the pure way. It's the white way. It's the powerful way. Pure white. Only a chemist warehouse. And we're back. Another wonderful fucking commercial from the Collingwood Football Club. This three- you fucking someone. We got to get Eddie Maguire in here to do the fucking reads because at least when that guy's got the whole <laughs> world falling around him, he's fucking like you know he can get through it properly. Yeah, but to be, to be oh, fair, if he had just read gonna, off the paper, how good's it going to be when fucking Eddie has the four hundred fucking pills in his fucking share house with him? And oh, his that's sons next, and, right? Because yeah. Eddie's going to get. <laughs> Eddie's going to get PTSD from being kicked out of the Collingwood Football Club and the ongoing shit. What do you have PTSD for? I'm racist. I'm racist. I'm not allowed to be racist anymore. <laughs> I'm only Who allowed to be racist in Turak and everyone's fucking white here. <laughs> um, Speaking of the Collingwood Football Club, yeah. Leon Neon came out in the week this week. We've been, we've been saying that since the start of the season, of this second season of I Kicked Out, that uh, Leon Neon has been actually quiet. pretty quiet, but... Yeah. 
No, out. he came out and was he like, yeah, out. it's all fucking bullshit and I want better for cunts, essentially. I'm paraphrasing, but that's kind of what he said. Yeah. I want yeah. better. He wants better. Yeah, About enough. Right. Yeah, he came out, he said like, yeah, this is sick. I'm sick of this. And like, for example, um, no, I think I, I can give you the rundown. I can give you the rundown yep. of the whole fucking Guardian piece. It's pretty much, did you read it or no? Nah. So the, pretty much the whole thing was he came out, he still has not, Said anything about Heredia Lumumba? Yeah. So he didn't. He didn't put. He, he didn't touch that. He just came out and said, "Where's my apology?" Yeah. That's what he came. He said, yeah. "Well, you're all saying sorry. No one from the club has met, called me. No. I was expect. He expected a call from the club because apparently Eddie referenced the um, an incident that happened to him. So, yeah. long story short, he's drafted as an exciting 18 year old. Yeah. He's um come comes from wherever he is. Yeah. He goes to Collingwood. He chooses to go to Collingwood because he's like they've come in, they're they've come in with a good bid, and then um, his mum's a Collingwood supporter, and he's like, yeah. all right, I want to go, whatever. Even though everyone around him has like he's saying at the time that everyone's telling him like Collingwood's a racist club, Morris, I don't know, you might want to go down there, the yeah. Richmond, you know, Morris, he left a good mark. They've they don't really like certain people mm. down the Victoria Park, you know. What would who would thought that the fucking the ground that's named after a fucking queen is the <laughs> racist one that hates the indigenous populations. <laughs> Who would have thought, yeah, 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 thank you. But yeah, so um, that he goes down to Collingwood and then he says like within his first year they've um they've got a player profile and they've you know they've it's they've turned into all stereotype jokes. Yeah, they've written it there. They stick it on his um locker and then he shows his brother and then his brother's just like fuck this, just leave. Yeah. they're packing his bags, gonna leave. He tells the club and he's telling the club I'm fucking off. And the and they tells his parents and becomes a whole the whole family comes down and goes we're taking our son out this is bullshit yeah and then they drag the rest of the pl- they drag the five players in question he says something like it's a group of players yeah. I think it's like five or something that are responsible for this drag them in and then um they do like a sorry it's like a principal's office thing he's describing we're sorry Leon yeah. all in unison yeah yeah sorry Leon we didn't mean to do it can then, we go now and then as soon as that's over he then says and then I was ostracized for years yeah. from the group and we yada yada of course that's what happened exactly and then he had to become their star player for anyone to probably respect him again he yeah he had to become did. fucking Neon Leon for yeah. anyone to fucking give a shit yeah so he had to become like the fucking the cornerstone of a fucking um title tilt to be respected again. Funnily enough, it, it actually reminded me. I never and long story short, and then at the end, racist club. Really, it was Did always a different one. Hawthorne. Yeah, because they literally had a fucking white Australia policy for ages. Really, no black players for oh. a long time. Oh, really, long time. Geelong's doing a reconciliation thing. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't look. I didn't get a chance to read it. Had a busy day, but it's like the anti Collingwood. It's like no. It's like they're all coming in like. Let's hop in front of the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually you hop in train to kill yourself, but this this might be it's the first time in your life you hop in front of the train yeah. to fucking save yourself. And they fucking they nailed it. They did the first women's indigenous jersey. They yeah. dropped that, and then they dropped the we've yeah. got a, a, an action plan how to help the yeah. indigenous community. There was a thing. It was fucking on, go the cats. There was this. There was this photo. I saw the Brisbane women's team. They did a um they they do the indigenous jersey this yeah. weekend or something or maybe it was last weekend and they had one of the girls one of the indigenous girls. He's doing like a kangaroo pose or some shit. And I'm just thinking, Ugh. that better be her idea. Or that better be in her that better be her idea, you know what I mean? You don't want it like <laughs> I guarantee it's not. That's fucked. Like no but there was like all Can you do something Aboriginal? Yeah, I don't know. I saw that I'm like, what the fuck is this? Nah, nah, nah. Like? Be more Aboriginal. Can you can you 
hop around a bit? Have you got a spear? That's what happened. I guarantee it. There's no way she's like, you know what? Nah, but you know what I think it'd nah, make this cute if I nah, pretended to be a kangaroo. But the AFL is the one thing the AFL does is they like everyone involved with the project is indigenous. They don't. I think yeah. they try to. They don't try. Like they they don't make the jersey. Like imagine if they were making the jersey, that they'd be like, no, fuck that. Like yeah. no, 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 no. Anybody can do yeah. it. Hey, somebody like Alan Christensen from Brisbane last year did one. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, but they're just going sparkle narco yeah. from Geelong done a couple. Yeah, they're of going. Ones. Anyone yeah. can do it as long as same way because that's not coming back to us. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm just I'm looking at that going like, you you hope you don't want yeah you, you don't want to see the one that fucking Tom Hawkins designed. Yeah, you don't need it's to see that. It's all skill with because it comes all fucking cross eyed. <laughs> you don't need to see the one fucking Gary Ablett did. <laughs> It's a fucking cross. It's just a cross, yeah. Yeah, I did a dot painting, guys. Oh, it's just it's a big it's, it's a cross. It's uh it's to uh, signify when 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 Christ came and liberated the Aborigines. That's what my dad told me. Leviticus thirteen fourteen. Damien Harddick, he uh, jumped on SEN to talk about fucking the masseuse. Oh look, um look the reality is these things happen in all walks of life, but um you know I'm very No, they fucking don't. I'm gonna. It's gonna go from the start again. But no, they don't. These things do not happen in all walks of life. I not once in my life. Okay, that's a lie. So I'm just gonna keep going. I have fuck people at work. <laughs> <laughs> but not everybody fucks people at work. Not everyone gets that gets that opportunity, right? Not everyone has the physio rubbing them down, going, "Hey, you want to?" You wanna, and then you go, "I mean, is it a happy ending if I'm still at work? <laughs> I mean, I'm still here. Yeah, hey, I'm on the clock. Hey, hey, hey. hey. oh look, um. Look, the reality is these things happen in all walks of life. But, um, you know, I'm very much the opinion that people's private lives should be just that, private. And Look, I know sections of the media won't treat it that way. But Go that's to a I'm massage parlour, Yeah. Before. You know, myself and Danielle's number one priority. It's one across the fucking road from Punt Road. Our, our three beautiful kids, and I'm very proud of the kids and the job myself and Danielle have done with regard to raising them. And, look, look to finish Pretty the much, is he coming off, out going really, like, I'm a good father. It's been a difficult time for everyone. You know, and out of respect. And pain. Uh, like, she's a good mum. Private life is something. Just so not, I'm not very comfortable speaking she's about. Not she's so, not a milf, but she's a good mum. Uh, we'll just leave it at that and we'll move on. She's a good mum. She's not fuckable. Sorry. But you gave me some break. Like, it's not any news, really. We all knew that's what he was going to come out and say leave me alone, leave my private life alone. He talked about, uh, he talked to the playing group. And they were a bit split. I yeah. can imagine half of them were like, oh, I'm fucking disgusted. And the other one was like, fucking high five. You know what I mean? Like, I can imagine half of them were going like, oh, I'm disgusted. And the other one going Dusty like, was like, oh, mate, I ran through her fucking two months ago. Mate, I ran a fucking train on her, mate. It was fucking great. All aboard. Punt right. Yellow and black. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you were telling me down to the cattery, there's some similar, similar shenanigans are yeah. fucking going on. Gary Rowan. So Gary Rowan in the hub last year has, oh. a, has a miracle baby. Has a miracle baby with his missus. He can't. Yeah, keep going. Has a miracle baby with his missus. And he also leaves her for the fucking masseuse. Ban masseuses. Ban that women's footy and ban female masseuses. It's got to be big, strong, I know burly what, know men. What, I know what? I just genuinely dislike AFLW because it's infringing on my rights as an <laughs> AFL supporter. But we shouldn't say AFL masseuse because it's a woman. Maybe people get pissed off. They are physios. They are professionals. They're just professionals. But the other professionals go. Okay, I'm young. sorry. What does a physiotherapist do? Don't ask me questions. I they don't fucking know massage you. 
Yeah, but they massage. And apply heat and shit. Yeah, but they read a book once. Oh, good. Okay, so they're fucking literate masseuses. Okay, all right. You know what they are? They're masseuses with Australian citizenship. <laughs> okay. Sure. Someone is a masseuse that you don't need to feel guilty about. You're not taking advantage of the person, all right? right. They're getting paid handsomely. Not a sex slave. They're a physiotherapist. That's it. Okay. That's it. And that ain't a fucking shitty joke on masseuses. Look into it. There is more slavery around the world today than there ever has been. It's cheaper to buy a slave um, today than it ever has been. It's a. So I read that somewhere. Maybe that's not true, but whatever. It sounds. It sounds awful. Yeah, yeah this, but this cannot be the only fucking I can't fuckery be. that happened. Can't in the be, hub. but I think I reckon there would have been a bit, it's funny bit, bit of the old war swap going on. But I reckon it's funny because at the cattery, they're the only ones that are actually like we're, they're actually cut. They're cut. They're yeah, because they're, like, they're all fucking family men. What are you doing? We come down to Geelong to get away from the hustle and bustle, and you're there going, Bomber was right. Yeah. We need a party. The only bloke in the leadership group that doesn't have kids is Joel Selwood. Really? Well, yeah, all the rest. He's not, because he's, 30, what, 31, 30, 31? Oh, so he's just going to pump out like 10 in a row right after you're going like, when he's, yeah, I'm a father, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll wait. But yeah, Tommy Tommy Hawkins, he shit out. Well, he hasn't, but Emma Hawkins shit, shit out fucking two or three. Paddy Dangerfield's got one or two. Fucking Ablett's got one. Ablett's got the Messiah child. Well, he's got a half half of one. Like I mean, you know, it's a bit fucked, but it should be right. They've yep. got him. They've got the fucking Forrest Gump leg braces on him. It'll be right. Just yep. hurry up. We're just we're still waiting for that hub baby, Gary. Yep, you know, when, you, hub, when you took that oh, little, yeah. when you took that little break from your fucking farewell season, you're really, you're really hoping for that, Gary Ablett Jr. Jr. Gary Ablett Jr. Jr. Mate, yep. Gary Ablett III. How Ooh. fuck else are we gonna? When, maybe because it's you know how like um, uh, your receding hairline's yeah. twenty thirty eight motherfuckers. Yeah, you know how your receding hairline's meant to skip a generation. Yeah, we'll get one like with full hair. No, 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 no. See, I think in um, because they're both bald. They're both bald. Yeah. yeah. So I think in the Ablett genes. Nah, because Nathan wasn't. Nathan's got hair. Nathan, Nathan had shit. So he wasn't the guy. No, he wasn't shit. That's a misconception. Nathan was a gangster. Nathan know, won doesn't. a premiership and went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I clocked it. I clocked the AFL. I played a season, won a premiership. Fuck it. Sounds like he's one of the four P's. Fuck it. Pussy. <laughs> nah, so instead, in the Ablett family, you don't, you see, it skips the, gen- the receding hairline skips the generation on the Garys, but what happens is, you, um, the bad luck Was the daughter it. that committed suicide Was she bald? No On the Gary's only No just Gary's Yeah So, so but the bad luck Skips the generation See the next one Is going to be the one that comes back And he's going to get you Into a grand final With Bang. West Coast And then he's going to Fucking be like Doesn't matter how many goals I kick We can't win <laughs> He's going to kick 20 The son's going to kick Gary Jr. Jr. He's going to kick 20 I like it Yep Another one about the um, Woke piggy bank Oh yeah Yeah little update there Um That'll be introduced to the soundboard next week. Yep. There's uh, no there's no Melbourne um, chairman anymore. What happened there? The women members. Yeah. <laughs> they said chairman sexist. So we had to stand down as chairman and get elected as president. So he's now the president of the Melbourne Football Club. Yeah. After being t- told chairman. to step down as a chairman because <laughs> yeah. he's sexist. No, because the title chairman is sexist. So now, so he's still the chairman, but they've changed the title of chairman to president. Yes. That club is never going to win a fucking premiership. They they filled the woke piggy bank with that one. (laughs) 
They filled the fucking club. I love it because there's they, no more room. The number, the number one complaint about that club when they like old players talk about fucking Melbourne, they go, "It's just full of private schoolboys." Yeah, they do that. This even everything around the club is just like just kick the fucking ball, cunt. Focus on kicking the ball good, and then you can change and fucking do PR. Oh Jesus, Nick! <laughs> what's next? They'll, they won't be allowed to be called the demons because it's too scary. <laughs> Will be the Melbourne fairies. Or oh, be fucking. You can't call them the demons because of the um, the relation. The D. To, it's got the D. Nah, because the relation to um, Christianity or some shit. You can't do that anymore. Right. Yeah. So the maybe Melbourne Holy Spirits or what? Nah, the Melbourne Agnostics. Agnostics. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. You actually brought it up. Private school boys ruining football, mate. Mm-hmm. News broke last week uh, about the elite pathway to the AFL being. Basically shut down by the AFL, mm-hmm. making it almost impossible for country players to and, and regional players mm-hmm. across Victoria, not interstate. Interstate is still taken care mm-hmm. of, but if you don't play in a local Melbourne league or for a private school, mm-hmm. you're fucked. Mm-hmm. I had a chat with a friend who shall remain nameless, who works very closely uh, in what was called the TAC Cup. Mm-hmm. They call it the NAB something or other now. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, go on. But he... Uh, this, this is what he had to say. Uh, there's a whole process for getting talent to your agency. And if you fuck that up, there's huge ramification for the agents and the players. The problem with the pathway now is that out in Victoria, kids are so underdone compared to the rest of the country, we might not get kids drafted as much in previous years. Victoria is a stronghold and putting more focus on school footy is a terrible idea. There's no school footy in Gippsland. And what about talent in regional areas? Yeah, because that- they, they amp up those fucking like... Because people give us... Like, I don't know how to put this properly. Feels like old guys in football, even the ones that still come from Bendigo and shit, yep. they put such a high profile emphasis on things like like just this Melbourne school, this Melbourne grammar school versus this Melbourne grammar school. I don't I'll never no. understand it. No, it's weird. Um I understand the old like the country thing like when I think of a lot of players, you think players we talk about on this podcast all the time. Gary Lyon, farm boy. Tommy Hawkins is a fucking farm boy. Danny Frawley, Ballarat. All you know, they're all from these country towns and are now fucked. Mm. I mean, Ballarat's a bit more of a center. It's close to Geelong, so it's kind of you know in the mix. But um, my my source went on to say, um, so there's no chance with no school footy. Now, if you're out of private school, you can't. School footy is massive in Victoria, but it still isn't top tier like. NAB or TAC Cup was. With a cut to funding, players aren't getting coaching or footy education like they normally would and hundreds of players will be affected by it. NAB coaches are coaching the whole club now. So the power, the Gippsland power coach is not only the under-19s coach, but he's the 16s coach and the girls coach as well. So mm. this poor fucking prick who was coaching the top tier like pathway to the AFL club mm-hmm. now has to... T- to coach the under-19s, under-16s, and the fucking girls team because they've cut the funding to the league. How the fuck are they supposed to get any kind of proper training? In so you're a man you're on the inside. This is, a, this yeah. is an inside report. This is inside report. It's actual fucking information, reliable information. The, did I, you, did I can you say give him a thumbs he's, up on the fact that the um, women's team's not getting coached properly? Because maybe that'll bring the end of this fucking AFLW shit and I'll be able to watch a game on a Sunday. I'll let him know. <laughs> he says it's a mess. He's got a... He, mm-hmm. Look, I can, I can say this much. He's an agent. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple of kids that might not even get selected for NAB League due to their age and the new system. Most of his kids are from interstate, so they get preference, so he's going to be all right. Oh, so you get guns from out other states, and then they come... I guess if they're not in the academies and the other 
You bring them in. Yeah. Bring them in, yep. Uh, lots of agents are dodgy as fuck. Uh, coming from my background, he tries to be a mentor. So you got like, they're the ambassadors. They, so your mate, he's actually coaching the ambassadors of Gay FL because they're the ones that will be told, what are you playing there, Smitty? You playing fucking Gay FL, mate? <laughs> like, legit, yeah? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a big one. Paul Connors. He organized a draft comp last year for the top 20. He's on the fucking AFL Players Association. <laughs> yeah. And you know what he did when he got found out? He fined himself $1,000. See, that's someone who should step down as the chairman. Right. <laughs> he should now be the president. <laughs> he should have been demoted. That's fucked. Hey, come that's on. Like, oh, Paddy Dangerfield. Paddy Dangerfield's the fucking president of the AFLPA. Why isn't he going, oh, he can't? Fuck off. That's fucked. That's actually cooked. And he, he said, if I, he, my mate says, if I did that, I'd get sacked. Anybody would get sacked. Well, not, anyone, not if you're a member of the fucking AFLPA, yeah. you just find yourself a thousand dollars and you pat yourself on the back because you've just grabbed the twenty top draft picks in the country. That's fucked. Yeah, was that where it ended? Yeah, that's that's mostly what he said. He, he put me onto his his yeah. agency and stuff, but I don't want to give away our yeah. source because yeah. he he will definitely have more to say through the year. That's crazy. Um, though. That actually, they canned it. What has upset me is though you're losing. All those characters I named before, your Gary Lyons, your Danny Frawleys, your fucking, your Tom Hawkins, your big burly dumb country cunts, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to get, they're all going to be gone. It's all going to be these pretty fucking private school fuck, Nick Rewalt type fuck sticks. That cry, cry when Mel Michael gives them a fucking elbow into the gut. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. But like they're just they're they're media trained. They're boring. There's no fucking excitement. They don't play rough. They play like a bunch of fucking pussies. We need to make piece. football bogan again, right? I'm with you. We need to go into those country towns. Yeah. We need to find the longest fucking rat's tail we can find. He needs to be missing two teeth. He needs to have bad tattoos. And we he's got to have a name like Dazza. Or Dusty. Right? Dusty's the only one flying the flag and you know why for that guy, bogan football that players. Why, and people wouldn't it would fly under the radar, but he is the most bogan one of them all. He's 100%. The most, he's the most country player at the moment because he is that fucking broken by all his emotions that have claved in on him that he can't even fucking speak in an interview. That's just, right. The only words he can mutter in an interview are yellow and black or it's nothing. <laughs> he's one or the other. Make footy bogan again. Put... Instead of fucking doing your AFLW thing, let us pull the cars up to the fucking the edge of the ground and honk <laughs> the fucking horns again, right? Let's have full strength beer at the football again, right? They're gonna bring back country football. They're gonna get rid of. It's gonna be gone. It's gonna be dead. It's gonna. It's so weird though. There's gonna be and there'd be no money. Okay, so there's AFL sending no money to those leagues. Those clubs are already struggling, yeah, especially, especially with, with COVID. COVID. Yeah, they're fucked. They're gonna fold. I watched the club I played for as a kid. Yeah. I asked my mum the other day, I'm like, oh, who are we playing? And since I've been there, it's been folded into two other leagues. Yeah. And the catchment area of places you have to drive to go for a fucking game. So there's like, okay, yeah, we play the team the town over. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, we play a team that's a four-hour drive away. Uh, like, yeah. because all the leagues got split yeah. and because of, oh, this is the rich league, so all the good – the Big money teams can play there. Oh, you're the kind of the shit club. Like the football league that I grew up, it just doesn't exist anymore. All the teams yep. are in different fucking leagues. Yep. And it's just going to perpetuate that and just kill regional football. Bob Murphy is going to fucking cry like that Indian in the fucking recycling ad. He's going to be like, grassroots footy's dead. And like, yeah, it's fucked. 
and you don't see anything about it. He's Where's gonna, fucking? You're gonna see someone putting like a four and twenty wrapper on the ground. He's like, that should be at an oval with a yeah. dad yelling at a son. Yeah, it should be a, it should be a drunk, overweight man punching a fourteen year old fucking boundary umpire for his for calling it out on the four when it clearly was fucking in your cunt. We need when are that. we gonna? Are we gonna ever get any more stories of fathers saying, "I didn't know I had steel cap boots on that day"? How was I meant to know? That's what makes footy great. Make footy bogan again, cunts. I think that's it. Oh, uh, we had one other thing. Do we have one other thing? Tasmania thinks it's getting uh, a football club. Tasmania thinks it's getting a football team. You know what else Tasmania thinks? It's not ambiguous. The baby has stripes. Stiff tail. Sounds like Dusty Martin. The hawk. The coarse hair. It's the right colour. Yeah. It's a quadruped. Stocky. Ooh. And it's got the right shaped ears. So, looking at the baby, not only do we have a family walking through the bush, but we have proof of breeding. Ooh. So, it puts our thylacine in a much stronger position than it's been in for the last 30-something years now. 30-something years they think they've found a thylacine in Tasmania, Alessio. And for people who don't know, that's the fucking guy who's dedicated the last 25 years of his life to trying to find a fucking... Tassie tiger. Yeah, and he believes he's found it. He believes he's, he believes found, he's found a whole fucking family. He believes it. he's found a family of Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is going to fucking find Tasmanian tigers yep. before there's a football club in that fucking state. The fucking, the, the Premier of Tasmania just said, we'll give you 11 mil. We'll give you 11 mil. They're fucking getting all that pokies money together and they're going 11 mil. Build <laughs> us a football team. All that team. MoMA money. <laughs> getting all of it. They're going, we've got fucking 200 pussies on the fucking wall. Let us at least have a fucking AFLW room. And then fucking, you know, Alistair Clarkson stands up. No, 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 no. Can't go so. to Tassie. You go against one of the four P's, brother. <laughs> but they think they're getting a fucking thing. The piss. They're taking the piss, right? No, no, no. All the pussies on the wall. Oh, the pussies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no, but they really think they're getting a football team. Cunt. You're never getting one. Hop on that fucking spirit of Tasmania because you're, Tas you're a state without any spirit. That's the only spirit you got. Fucking hop on it and fly the fuck away from any hope of having a fucking AFL team. The closest thing the you Tassie get, Tigers. The it's not happening. The closest thing they're going to get to is getting the last fucking couple seasons of the fucking North Melbourne Kangaroos yeah. whilst they flimp dickly just roll and roll till they fucking pass out in the ground like a fucking dog without any respect. Just fucking moaning around and flopping dead in the middle of everyone to see. If he's really serious about it, they should just go down to Arden Street with shovels and just slowly move Arden Street to Tasmania brick by brick. Which is fucking... No one would notice. Fucking North Melbourne's already Tasmania. There's nobody there. Yeah. It's fucking empty. No one really cares when you come from there. It's always cold. Yeah. Fuck North Melbourne. Fuck Tasmania. Yeah, you got some creepy cunts down there. Just fucking bring fucking... Get... James Brayshaw looked like he used to have two heads. Yeah, just change Wayne Carey's name to Wan Van Diemen or some <laughs> shit like that. And fuck yeah, what do you, what do you want? Wayne <laughs> Van Diemen. Yeah, fuck yeah. Tasmania. Tasmania. Fuck, they're never getting a team. No. Nah. They fucking the Gold Coast president. He said, not happening for 10 years. Minimum. Minimum. Because other clubs have to fold. Yeah. There are other clubs that are due to fold 
And they'll go like, whatever. Didn't Clarko say something? He wants 20 teams? 20 rounds, 20 teams. Yeah, he'll be dead. He'll be dead and gone before that happens. Yeah, he'll be the four, the four fucking peas. The piss, the punt, um, penis, and passing away. <laughs> passing away, post-mortem. <laughs> well, I, th- I think that does it for this week. Yeah. This has been a great episode. I want to kick that. If I do say so myself, we will see you next week for episode 50. Make Half-time. footy bogan again. Make footy bogan again, cunts.